It is party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Brather Show. Normally on Thursdays, we go off the rails here in the mothership. Uh, but uh, I want to kind of stay on the rails today. A lot of important stuff that's going on in the country and uh, always mixed with its own little brand of insanity. Of course, the puppet master, the perfectionist Mark, is going to drive us there because he's at the helm and Super Mario Chris Cruz. Let me see that shirt. Can you see that? Blow me. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. I guess you need a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> lots going on in the country lisa page uh a lot of stuff happening we can go off the rails about all of the ish going down there's a lot of ish there's going down that's for sure i'm gonna spend a little bit of time talking today about um about the uh roe v wade the uh, supreme court thing that's going on right now um you know i tweeted out this morning i stand behind it i said you know the thing about progressives they tell you to trust the science, unless it comes to genders mm-hmm. or the unborn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a conservative, first and foremost, because of my stance on defending the unborn. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get it. I get it. I get it. People go, thre- go through things, and they try to justify abortion. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit, because uh, there's some crazy people out there right now protesting this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all saw the the females standing in outside the Supreme Court taking their abortion pills as screaming abortion now. I I don't want to get ahead of myself. There's a lot of things to talk about with this stuff, uh, but it's it's cult like behavior. Yeah, it really has become cult like behavior. And uh, I don't believe in abortion under any means whatsoever. I, I I don't I don't believe I don't believe in murder. I just don't. I don't believe in murder. Uh, you can call it abortion. You can sterilize it however you want. I just don't believe in mm-hmm. murder. Uh, and I've had people, even at campaign events, who have come to me and said, you need to rethink this. And I'm like, no, no, I've done a lot of thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm 48. I'll be 49 next week. I'm, 40, I'm almost half a hundred. I've done a lot of thinking on this, and, and I'm sorry. You say, well, in cases of rape, I know you want to go to the extreme example. You do. Uh, in a case of rape, the, um, there's usually a rape test that's done. Uh, pregnancy rarely, rarely. One percent. After all of that, if that, yep. Pregnancy is caused by rape. After the rape test, there's usually, you know, there's there are things that are taken care of and done in, in that case, um, and and there is no place for viability to even happen. No place for conception. Um, but I will say this: even if it does happen, and statistically, it does happen. Although it's almost a mathematical non-entity, it does happen. I just remind everybody that the guilt of murder on top of the ignominy of rape, uh, two wrongs don't make a right. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people, in fact, I spoke with one yesterday, who's a very influential person in the world. He was a product of rape. Um, I'm glad he was born, you know. And uh, I'm sorry for what people go through. I am. I Mm -hmm. I really am. People do horrible things to other people. They really do. Uh, you know, I was thinking about this morning, that kid, uh, it, the, the school shooting that happened what day before yesterday, and a kid charged the shooter, and he wound up losing his life. I mean, that kid's a hero, mm-hmm. right? 17, right? Tate. 17 years old. I, I don't know his last name. Yeah. But I posted him on my Instagram. I can't think of his last name. But, um, you know, people do horrible things. Mm-hmm. Horrible things. No one is immune to the horrors of humanity. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I wish we lived in a different world. I wish we were all nice. I wish like the Luke Bryan song says, I believe all people are good. Mm -hmm. They're not. People are not good. Mm -mm. Especially Lisa. I'm the worst of everyone. You're dirty. <laughs> Me and my dirty shirt. You got you to show on skin. Mm -hmm. You know what? They would have put a scarlet letter on you. <laughs> I would have been crucified back in the day. <laughs> they, don't, they don't waste nails <laughs> on women like you. They just light a match. Torture. Yeah, yeah just boom. Torture. There it is. Toss you in the river and see if you float. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, um, I wish we lived in a different world. I'm going to talk about that a little bit today. We'll have a little fun along the way. I don't want to get too awfully heavy, but we'll talk about this uh, insanity surrounding the Roe v. Wade. Uh, Glenn Beck had an interesting perspective this morning. He said if Roe v. Wade is overturned, then there's a good chance that, of course, Glenn doesn't say there's a good chance. Glenn's always very certain that uh, the Republicans will lose the midterm elections. Uh is it worth it? Yeah, I think it is. It's, it's worth it, even in that regard. Human life is worth it. Now, I know that you'll probably have those babies, and they'll grow up to be lefty lunatics because you put them in the public school system mm -hmm. and then turned them loose into these college and uh, uh, universities uh, to come out little Marxists, and they'll attack me, and they'll hate me if I live that long. Uh, but you know what? I still want them to be born, mm -hmm. okay? I still want you to have little babies that scream at birth and then scream at the sky while they're in college. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm, I'm here to fight for your rights, your right to free speech, even if I don't agree with it, your right to defend yourself, uh, even if you don't know how to handle a gun, and your right to just be alive. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, even if pursuing happiness is some weird, weird stuff in the world today. Oh, my gosh. Let's, uh, let's talk about home title lock because your homeowner's insurance uh, it's good for a reason. Without it, there's a, if there's a fire, a burglary, it could destroy you financially. But there's another major crime your homeowner's policy isn't going to cover, and that's your home title. Uh, home title fraud. The FBI is calling it one of the fastest-growing crimes, and it can ruin you financially very, very fast, which, if you, which is why you need home title lock. Title fraud happens when a criminal forges your signature on documents stating you sold your home to him, and then he takes out loans against your home, leaves you with payments. You'll spend a fortune in legal fees trying to prove that you didn't commit fraud. Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title. And the instant they detect anyone, from a cyber thief to a renter to maybe a relative that comes over at Thanksgiving or Christmas and starts looking around, Lisa Page, and says, ooh, this is a pretty damn nice place. I bet they got a lot of equity here. Uh, they can, uh, they'll forge your title, and guess what? Uh, Home Title Lock's going to shut that down. HomeTitleLock.com. Register your address. See if you're already a victim. Enter code RADIO. 30 free days of protection. That is code RADIO, Lisa, at HomeTitleLock.com. We'll be right back. Abortion's not in the Constitution, by the way. Uh, you can search all over the con you can search all over the Constitution. You're not going to find abortion. It's not a constitutional right. But it, yeah, nonetheless, people in the wild they do or uh, creatures in the wild, I should say, they do eat their young from time to time. Uh, it's amazing to me this this cry, this cry. I mean, I, I was looking at some of the posts on social media yesterday, and there was there were different people who were saying, "I'm so glad that I'm past the age of reproduction." Why? Mm -hmm. Because you want to have abortions right. that bad? Yeah, you're rallying for that. That's like I, something you hope for. Like you want to be able. You're glad you can't go get abortions now. Uh -huh. I mean, it's 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 like my buddy, uh, uh, 
one of my comedian friends says, like, you've had so many abortions that when you drive past a Planned Parenthood, your phone automatically connects to the Wi-Fi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, it's like, how often are you visiting Mm -hmm. the, uh, you know, uh, this is a rewards program. It's like a punch card. That's right. I've had more more abortions than a Pfizer booster. Yeah, every every sixth punch, you get a free abortion. I mean, it's insanity. (laughs) Just what we're, I mean, let's break down for real what we're arguing for. Uh You know, I can remember when, you know, my, my wife and I, my first wife, uh, we, uh, collecting those two, um, my, when, you know, I have four children, we have four children together and, and she and I, we have a great relationship actually. We just couldn't, we couldn't be married. Mm-hmm. She's a complete and total introvert. I'm mm-hmm. a complete and total extrovert. She likes to cloister. I like to run, you know, mm-hmm. it's so, uh, we met in West Africa. I went all the way to Nigeria to meet a white girl from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, uh, we had four kids together. Uh, she, uh, she miscarried, um, which would have been her third, was her third pregnancy. And it wasn't far along. I would say it was about uh, eight weeks, you know. But it was a very traumatic experience, obviously. Because you know that you are, it's a life that's wanted, it's a life that's valued, and it's a life that's lost. Uh, and then on the heels of, of that, um, we had uh, my sweet little baby, 16-year-old. It's, she's 16 now. Mm. Senior in high school. Wow. Killing it. Smart kid. Yeah, she's young me. to be a senior. Yeah, she's me reincarnated. Oh, well, she, watch she's, out world. She's me. I called her, I was talking to her the other day, and uh, uh, she was, she called me on the phone, and we were talking about something, and uh, normally we just, you know, we'll talk, we'll text back and forth. She's, she called me about another issue, mm-hmm. and uh, she was running for class president, and she said, I can't believe I lost to a man. She goes, it's so typical. <laughs> <laughs> Gone, girl. Gone, girl. <laughs> but when she was pregnant with her, um, it was a very dangerous pregnancy. Um, you know, her uh, cervical length um, had gotten down to like half a centimeter. Wow. Normally, they do a cerclage at that point. You know, they seal up the, put a stitch in to, to close the cervix. I don't know if you guys remember the Time magazine cover where the baby was reaching out of the, they were doing surgery. And the doctor, the baby's reaching out of the mother's uh, belly and holding on to the doctor's gloved finger. I think it was like picture of the year, Time Magazine deal. That was our OBGYN. That was our specialist. Yeah. That finger that the baby was holding in that picture. And so um, we had to go visit with him and it was very, it was a very scary time. Full bed rest. It was, it was a stressful time. Uh, uh, all of my children were born at 36 weeks and two days. They were all a month early because they were all risky pregnancies. But they were all wanted pregnancies. They were, they were all wanted children. We wanted the life. And, and I just can't, for the life of me, imagine not wanting the baby that's inside of you, regardless of how it got there. Regardless. Um, this idea that you have this incredible and beautiful gift as a woman to, 
to to create, foster, and nurture life inside of you. It's not you. It's inside of you. It occupies real estate inside of you. So when they say, get your hands off my body, it's not your body mm-hmm. I'm worried about. It's the body that's inside of you. That is, that you're literally just giving it a place to incubate, if you will, and grow, and you're feeding that person. You're, you're feeding that baby. Um, and a lot of times I'll refer to the unborn baby as an it. It's not an it. It's a he or a she, but you get the point. We're talking about the baby. Uh, it's not a protoplasmic blob. It's not a clump of cells. Yeah. It's not fetal tissue. It's not a fetus. It's a baby. It's a, it's a human life. Um, if someone were to murder you while you're pregnant, that would be a double homicide. That would be a double murder. Um, if, if, you know, if somebody punches you in the stomach and causes your baby to die, that is a homicide. That is, that is, um, that's endangerment of a human life. We know that. Uh, so it doesn't matter at any stage. I know that whenever the male, uh, let's talk about science that people want, don't want to, you know, trust the science. Let's talk about the science. Let's get into the science of biology. It says when a, when a, when a sperm, when a seed, a male seed, uh, fertilizes, female egg immediately the dna that blueprint for life is imprinted on that that uh that baby cell that 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 life that is formed inside of you that dna is with you for the rest of your life until you die literally it's imprinted in that moment so to think that uh that this is anything less than precious life is is just astounding to me so uh, I have from from the age of 19. So for the last uh, 30 years, I've fought for the unborn. I did it on college campuses. I did it on my college campus at the University of Georgia. I wrote specifically and and extensively, exhaustively about the topic in the campus newspaper at the University of Georgia uh, on a weekly basis. We I wrote a column about the unborn, and uh, it's always been a very passionate thing for me. Um, and if they found that type of a cell on Mars, they would spend trillions of dollars trying to protect that cell and trying to, they would split that planet in half trying to, trying to save that cell. But here, uh, it's a protest. It's a protest to be able to get rid of that cell, you know, and that just shows you we've, we've got, uh, we've got, we take, we have so many cells on our planet that we take them all for granted. So therefore, human life has been degraded, right? Uh, if, if you go to Mars where there are no cells, it's precious. But here, apparently, we have too many. A couple of years ago, I was volunteering at the Baylor, in the Baylor NICU unit. So I'd go around and restock all of the rooms and the freestanding little, you know, incubators with the babies. And there were a bunch of babies in there, um, and a lot of them were born at 20 weeks. And I remember going over to one of the babies and, and just looking at her, like just through this little egg that she was just like, t- you know, just attached to all these wires and keeping her warm and she's sleeping. And I, I was looking at her little fingers and her little toes and I'm like, this baby is only 20 weeks. Mm-hmm. How is this? Okay. How are you okay with killing a baby that is 20 weeks? Oh, yeah. I mean, fully developed, tiny, tiny born at one pound. But still, all 10 fingers, 10 toes, you know. Fully formed. Fully formed. It, you know, and again, in my worldview, made in the image of God. Yes. Created. Yep. This is a creation. Um, 
and this is not an accident. This is a creation. And you're right. I've done a lot of work in the NICUs um, at, at Cook's Children's uh, Hospital and various other places around the country, but specifically in Fort Worth at Cook's. Raised a lot of money for preemies mm-hmm. over the years. And um, it's interesting. You know, the obstetrician comes in and does the ultrasound and see the heartbeat. And then, you know, little, little baby brother, little baby sister says, is that, is that my baby brother? Is mm-hmm. that my baby sister? And mm-hmm. the heartbeat goes up. Mm-hmm. There's stimulus. Mm-hmm. And then the mother says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the mother's voice and the heartbeat goes back to normal. I've seen it over and over again with this. Um, I've delivered babies in third world countries. I, I know. How's that? It's, well, it's third world. <laughs> wow. They had me delivering their babies, so it's very third world. Mm. Those of you who know my past and know about these things. My past stays well hidden. <gasps> yeah, I just I just like for people to think I'm the redneck in the cowboy hat. <laughs> um, so this is what's up, and I and I'm kind of pleased with the the questioning that's going on by the Supreme Court justices. Uh, they keep saying, "Oh, it's gonna gonna be you know this is gonna happen because we've got all these Republican Supreme." No, we don't have Republican Supreme Court justices. Uh, John Roberts, for crying out loud, changed the vocabulary in order to pass Obamacare. Um. You never know what these guys are going to do. I'm not overly impressed with Gorsuch or um, uh, uh, Amy uh, Barrett-Coney. Isn't that her name? Coney Coney? Barrett, yeah. Yeah. Clarence Thomas is the left's worst nightmare, though, in this whole thing. So, you know, and and even um, um, Kavanaugh, not hugely impressive as as a conservative justice. But you're right, Clarence Thomas. So let's take a minute. Let's take a let's take about a minute and a half here. And I want you to take a look at uh, Clarence Thomas in some questioning yesterday and uh, play that clip for us, Mark. General, would you specifically tell me, uh, uh, specifically uh, state what the right is? Is it specifically abortion? Is it uh, liberty? Is it autonomy? Is it privacy? The right is grounded in the liberty component of the 14th Amendment, Justice Thomas, but I think that it promotes interests in autonomy, bodily integrity, liberty, and equality. And I do think that it is specifically the right to abortion here, the right of a woman to be able to control without the state forcing her to continue a pregnancy, whether to carry that baby to term. I understand we're talking about abortion here, but what is confusing is that we, if, if we were talking about the Second Amendment, I know exactly what we're talking about. If we're talking about the Fourth Amendment, I know what we're talking about because it's written, it's there. What specifically is the right here that we're talking about? Well, Justice Thomas, I think that the court in those other contexts with respect to those other amendments has had to articulate what the text means and the bounds of the constitutional guarantees. And it's done so through a variety of different tests that implement First Amendment rights, Second Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment rights. So I don't think that there is anything unprecedented or anomalous about the right that the court articulated in Roe and Casey and the way that it implemented that right by defining the scope of the liberty interest uh, by reference to viability and providing that that is the moment when the balance of interest tips and when the state can act to prohibit a woman from from getting an abortion based on its interest in protecting the fetal life at that point. So the right specifically is abortion? It's the right of a woman prior to viability to control whether to continue with a pregnancy, yes. There you go. The uh, There's Thomas holding the feet to the fire. Um. Yeah. Uh, play the clip real quick, uh, the short clip of, of Justice Sotomayor. 
Viability is not tethered to anything in the Constitution, in history, or tradition. It's a quintessentially legislative line. Council, there's also- so much that's not in the Constitution. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. So there's so much that's not in the Constitution, like abortion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like abortion. Yeah. It's not in the Constitution. She set herself up for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and Sotomayor, she, she, you know, was talking to the to General Scott Stewart, who's the Solicitor General in Mississippi, and uh, it says that the idea of life beginning at a certain time is a religious issue. Um, yeah, well, it's also a science mm-hmm. issue. Um, again, I go back to the point, if that cell was found on Mars, it'd be a whole different story, a whole different rhetoric. Um, and don't forget, we're talking about all these things, all these things that are that are distracting us. Uh, there's there's an elite pedophile mm-hmm. trial going on right now with Jelaine Maxwell. Um, naming a lot of names. A lot of stuff's coming out. They want it all swept under the rug. Interesting, there was a school shooting mm-hmm. right then, too. Um, and when we, you know, oh, gosh, conspiracy theory. No, I'm just telling you what happened. I mean... They they want to they want to crucify a teenager who was helping defend a town, uh, but they want to bury a trial of this uh, pedophile elitist that ran a uh, pedophilia ring for Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, just let the media run things, folks, and you'll see where we're we're going to wind up. Uh, any making content is an essential part of what I do every single day. It helps keep this show going as well as. Uh, my new uh, shirtfarms.com. Uh, but it hasn't always been a seamless creative process. Uh, ever since I found Canva Pro, I design anything like a pro on any device. I can do it right here on my phone on the move. Uh, Canva Pro is a design platform that empowers you to create and share stunning content in just a few clicks. Uh, designing with Canva Pro, it's fast, it's fun. Choose from thousands of templates that are easy to customize or start from scratch. Canva Pro has endless premium fonts, photos, videos, and so much more, and add personality and the edge and edge to whatever you're designing. Uh, designing together has never been easier. Sharing, editing, commenting in real time. Canva Pro helps you stay organized on the same page and on top of team projects. No more misplaced files or tedious back and forth. Plus, you and four teammates can unlock everything Canva Pro to off- has to offer for $12.99 a month. Uh, with Canva Pro's content planner, you'll save time planning, creating, and uh, posting social media content to Paul's schedule pro- uh, pro- posts. I'm sorry, <laughs> Paul's schedule posts and mm-hmm. edit them at any time. Design like a pro with Canva Pro right now. You can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use my promo code. Just go to canva.me slash watchchad to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's canva, C-A-N-V-A dot M-E, me, slash watchchad. Canva.me slash watchchad. We'll be right back. Yeah, lots going on. Hey, uh, interesting story. You know, the more I think about it, there's uh, there's heroes and then there are superheroes. <laughs> Men and women who hear the call of, let's say, uh, duty and will take matters into their own hands. Uh, on tap today for your amusement is one such hero, a Los Angeles County firefighter who took a printout 
of the county's blah blah mandate and use it to perform an amazing <laughs> symbolic gesture. He literally used it for toilet paper. <laughs> now, I, I want to tell you, I'm proud to be an American for a lot of reasons. I love the light of freedom that we shine across the world. I love our sacred t- traditions. I am American through and through. <laughs> But nothing inspires me in quite the same way. Uh, A man who saves lives and property for a living by putting himself in harm's way was so fed up with the notion of the blah, blah mandate, he literally took it and wiped his own ass with it. Uh, Naturally, because Los Angeles County is the storied wretched hive of scum and villainy, this man has been put on paid administrative leave pending an investigation, an inquiry, if you will. Uh, I don't know what there is to investigate exactly, but I hope they refer to it as the smelt test. Uh, Officials in the matter have assured us the very concerned and no doubt mortally offended public that appropriate disciplinary actions will be taken. Now, I do not require of my heroes that they do things the way I would do them. Personally, staring down the barrel of a mandate for the blah, blah, I believe my response would be to politely request that the person who wrote it shove it up his own ass. But far be it from me to stand in judgment of the man's choice. You know, sometimes across the weary landscape of this life, you have to pull over to the side of the road because the next gas station is just too many hills over the horizon. And did you think to put toilet paper or paper towels in your car? No, you didn't. But you do have that old road atlas, don't you? I digress. The real point I want to make here, obviously, is that this guy deserves at least a modicum of our respect because he stood up against tyranny, or at least he squatted against tyranny. Uh, Anyway, in his own unique way, he did it because, make no mistake, the mandates are tyrannical. I've said it a million times on this show, and I'll say it a million more you have to take everything the left says and does to first principles what are they actually about what are they actually trying to do do you think the left really cares about a pandemic do you really think the left cares about any of the people and things it claims to care about if you do folks let me help you lift up that rock you've been living under top-down control is to be reached at any cost do you understand what that means it means that you can take literally any position the left holds flip it and if it served their own need to consolidate power They would espouse that position. So mark my words, it all boils down to control. And the beauty, if you're a leftist, is that it works in a lot of cases and in a lot of places. You take somewhere like Los Angeles County, where the creeping rod of Marxism has just gotten bigger and bigger under the surface of things for so many years. What hope does a place like that have against eventually falling into the totalitarian dystopia it so richly and clearly seems destined to be? Well, they have at least one man, one man who decided to take a stand. One man! Who gave a shit? (laughs) (laughs) I love that guy. Buy that man a wow. Buy that man a pup. (laughs) (laughs) His wife must be proud. No kidding. (laughs) That's awesome. That's a that's a that's a hardcore wipe right there. Oh, that's a rough wipe too. That's a like. It's kind of slick paper. A little sore after that wipe. That's a that's some slick paper right there. Not a lot of absorption. Oh yeah. Uh, in that, uh, Could you imagine getting a paper cut over that, there in, in that, that area? In that 20-pound stock. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he wiped it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know where you're going with that. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Justice Sotomayor said abortion is safer than birth. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. Can we just mute so, her every time they she, go to her? She said... Um, she said different since uh, Casey, Justice Sotomayor says that the only fringe doctors believe babies can feel pain during abortion. That's when you're taking 
ideology and making it policy. Uh-huh. You're turning your belief, you're making your beliefs out of an ideology. Mm-hmm. You want to believe that, but mm-hmm. we know that's not true. Watch the movie Unplanned. Watch the movie Unplanned. It, it, it's very telling. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very telling. And, um, you know, she worked, um, and she's, she's a good friend. I mean, you know, she worked in a, she worked in a, um, who the movie Unplanned's about. She worked in a, um, abortion clinic. She, she was the manager of yeah. an abortion clinic for 12 years. Mm-hmm. She knows. Um, and, uh, Sotomayor also said that a response to stimulus doesn't mean you're alive. Well, what does it mean then? Mm-hmm. What does it mean? I mean, to basically say you're, you're, it's the same as being, she, she referred to it being the same as a brain dead person. This is insane. Horrible. Does she have kids? Not good ones. Yeah. Uh, you know, said sometimes, she said sometimes dead people respond to stimulus. Uh, just because a baby flinches during an abortion doesn't mean it's alive. Can you, What's it flinching I can't from? even imagine. What's it flinching from? Right, right. Um. Uh, last year, Stu and Glenn were talking about this on air, and Stu was saying how, you know, with these late-term abortions, just you have the baby, because either way, the baby's coming out the same way. Same way. Dead or alive. So have birth the baby and give it to a family who's been trying and, and you know been wanting to have a child right. to adopt a child you're birthing it either way so have the child and they went through a step-by-step process ali stuckey did a whole podcast on this and what they do to kill these babies in late late-term abortions and it's it's Horrible. hard to listen to you deliver the baby basically two-thirds of the way out yep. and then you insert you know a needle in the back yep. of the brain um it's, or you it, shove poison it there and yeah. you kill it inside the yeah. womb and it's, then and, I, and I'm so tired of this it. argument of people saying, well, you, uh, you know, you, um, you conservatives, y'all are about unborn babies, but once they're born, you don't care about them. I, I, that's, that's a big, biggest yeah. bunch of horse shit. Uh, listen, uh, again, you're talking to a dude who set up orphanages in Thailand. Uh, don't even start with that. Mm-hmm. To, to, get, to get girls off the street before they were sold into prostitution at the age of seven and eight years old. Uh, so really, you're barking up the wrong freaking tree mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to that. Um, you know, I, I mean, I'm a dude who, who who not only did it here in America, but around the world working and helping children. Um, I can't even I can't even begin to tell you. We could sit for hours over a good bourbon. And I'll tell you some stories. Um, but no, this this is in, in the, the the mental gymnastics, uh, the Watusi you have to dance around the issue. It really is. It is kind of crazy the way this is justified. But let's let's go into another story that uh, is requires a lot of justifying. Something that uh, hasn't been talked about here lately. But apparently, our good friend Alec Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, is going to sit down with George Stephanopoulos. Well, Alec will probably sit. George will stand. Uh, he's two foot tall. Um, I wonder if he feels pain. I wonder if he responds to stimulus. Um. You know, I mean, he's not very big, so, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Alec Baldwin says he didn't pull the trigger. Let's play the clip. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. What did you think happened? How did a real bullet get on I, that I, set? I have no idea. Someone put a live bullet in a gun, a bullet that wasn't even supposed to be on the property. Mm, no, I love that music. 
Very on edge. What's he going to say next? What he's saying makes no sense. I didn't pull the trigger. I didn't pull the trigger. I would never point a gun. I would never point a gun at another human being. You want me to pull up some movie clips? Yeah, right. I mean, are you are you effing kidding me right now? I mean, you want me to pull up some movie clips of you pointing guns at people and pulling the trigger? Yeah. I mean, if you don't if you don't point the gun on a movie and pull the trigger, why would you even put blanks in there? Right. Why don't we just have one of those little superimposed little fire things that comes out the end, like that? Why don't Why don't we just have a little thing like the old Batman and go pow? You know? Yeah, just we scream pew pew. That's what they should do in movies from now on. Pew pew pew. <laughs> They really, they should, they should, they should believe their own woke BS, right? Mm-hmm. And they should just start doing, just pew pew, I'm going to shoot this person now, <laughs> censored, and then they go to the next clip. They were just walking away from a dude uh-huh. laying there in the alley. Yeah. Hey, fall is here, and uh, with the cooler weather comes flu season. We still have the flu. Uh, it's time to beef up your immune system. You got to do it uh, with a real dose of, of, of fruits and vegetables every single day, the kind you get in Field of Greens. Field of Greens is unlike any other superfood because it uses real USDA organic fruits and vegetables packed with antioxidants that can support heart health, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Plus, it's pre and probiotic. It's great for everybody in your family, including the kids. And unlike other nutritional drinks, which rely on only one vegetable, Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Taking Field of Greens is super easy. Put a scoop in a glass, stir it up uh, with the water, and drink it, and you're done. And it tastes great, folks. BrickHouseChad.com is the website. You can get 15% off your first order with promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad. You do that at checkout. Give it a try. Your body's going to thank you. BrickHouseChad.com. BrickHouseChad.com. Promo code Chad. I didn't pull the trigger. (laughs) Be right back. Put that full screen picture up there, Chris. We couldn't find the one I was talking about because it's so deeply censored. But, oh. you know, there's a doctor's hand, gloved hand, and there, and baby's holding the finger right there inside the uh, inside the womb as they're doing the surgery. Uh, it's a powerful picture. That is. How can you not feel something? I mean, that goes back to Sotomayor that says, oh, you know, there's no. I mean, the idea, oh. the idea yeah. that suddenly you just take a baby from inside a womb I mean, it's 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 less than an inch of skin, and then poop. Now they're out in the uh, in the air. Suddenly, it's a it now it's a human being. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean maybe. I mean they they want to do it all the way up to the third trimester abortion, or or even after the baby is born. Wasn't that the rhetoric in Virginia? You know, everyone leaves, and the physician and the mother will have a conversation, a private conversation. And then what are you going to do? I mean, hold a pillow over its face. Right. I mean, it's insane. I mean, let's. Why don't we write a book? One hundred one. You know, uh, there used to be those books when I was a kid. You know, one hundred one things to do with a dead cat. Those were great books. Those were awesome. That was funny, funny stuff. One hundred one. Now people be so triggered. Oh my god! Uh-huh. Why don't we just do that? Uh, one hundred one ba- ways to kill a baby. Yep. I'm surprised something like that isn't out of let's the just, market. Let's yet. just let's just write cartoons. Let's make a big old do a whole yeah. new Babylon. Yep. I mean, do you see how ridiculous that sounds? I know. To say mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just think of ways to kill unborn babies. How about that? I mean, isn't that funny? 
Isn't that what we want to do? I mean, that's what you're screaming out there in front of the yeah. Supreme Court, taking your stupid pills. Yet the same people are screaming their faces off when you walk into a store without a mask on, <laughs> a 12 masks on. Yeah, same and, people. And, and you know what? You know what? You know what they'll also do? They'll scream that Kyle Rittenhouse killed right. two people. Yes. At a Black Lives Matter rally, killed uh-huh. a, a pedophile, which he, I guess he had no way of knowing, and a, and a, and a woman beater. Um, but. Uh, Either way, he was defending himself. But, oh, those lives mattered. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Those, those lives mattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenosha police have now released the body cam footage of the NBC producer that was caught following the Rittenhouse jury. <laughs> Looking bad for the network. Play the clip. What significance have you been here? I work for NBC. For NBC? NBC? Yeah. Okay, you're a reporter? Producer. Producer? Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So you were you following a vehicle? I was trying to see. I was being called by New York going, maybe we need to follow up, but I, I don't know. I was trying to. You trying to what? Just do what they told me to do. New York told you to follow a vehicle? Yeah. Your, what, your offices in New York or what? That's right. How did they know about this vehicle? I mean, it was discreet. I wasn't like, you know, you know talk to anybody. Or Just trying to find a location. That's all. Yeah. So. He was told to follow somebody. This, he's told to follow this vehicle from his offices in New York. What, what office? Is the NBC office in New York? Mm-hmm. Do you have the, the person who told who called you and told you to do this? Yeah. You want to give me his information real quick? You want me to call? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, he calls. <laughs> I, I I secretly love that all these networks are now getting caught. It's uh, great. Busted because they've tried to play above yeah. the law for yep. so long. Uh, it says, you know, we were just trying to respectfully, just trying to see if it's possible to find any leads about the case. So we were, oh, who are you, Dick Tracy? Yeah, what are you, Go-Go you Gadget? To find leads about the case. Freaking Inspector Gadget? There Come on. No, there ain't no leads about the case. It's a trial. Shouldn't have even been a case. It should have never even went to trial. Yeah, it's, this ain't a case anymore. This is a trial. What are, what are, you, what are you trying to do, help the detectives? Yeah, you donkey. Yeah. Uh, just trying to keep our distance just to see where people involved in the trial were positioned. Uh, why? Unreal. Why? why? Uh, by no means, uh, this, the, you know, this was the uh, New York office. Um, <laughs> Talked to uh, Irene Bayon, I guess. She's the producer, the booking producer. She added, by no means were we trying to get in contact with any of the jury members or uh, whoever is in the car. We were just trying to see where the key players in the trial may be at. For why? Why do you need exactly. to know that? Exactly. You, you want to tell me why? Right. And then someone's going to like mysteriously leak a video of where that juror resides, yeah. where they, you know, frequent. Can somebody get that firefighter on the phone? I'd like for him to wipe his ass with, with NBC. Let's just, let's just, like this guy could open up a business wiping his ass with things. Like you could just send him an NBC, like you could send him, uh, you could send him George Stephanopoulos. You could wipe your ass with George Stephanopoulos. <laughs> God knows he'd fit between your buns and the toilet seat. He's the size of a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I don't know how a bullet got in that gun. I, I would never, I would never point a gun at another human being and pull the trigger. I, I never pull the trigger. There, I, there was no trigger to pull. That gun did not have a trigger. There was no gun involved. What, I shot them with my penis. <laughs> 
the gun involved was my junk. I shot. This is my rifle, and this is my gun. <laughs> this is for shooting people on set, and this is for fun. You can tell though, Alec Ball. He looks rough. Like he has not slept. Got him a haircut. Oh. He's all Baldwin esque. He what needs some putz. caffeine. What a putz. eye cream under those bags. Ooh, we hadn't talked about it, Chris, but do we have a TikTok for? Can I see it? Um, I have a question, and don't fight me, because I know how you girls like to tussle. Okay, so the whole blue-haired liberal girl joke is the most, like, overused joke in conservative <laughs> circles, right? But it does bring up a really interesting point that a colleague of mine brought up to me once. And that's that a lot of conservative women in politics, whether it be pundits, political figures, or TikTok influencers, all seem to have a very similar long bottle blonde hairstyle. There's reasons for that, right? Data indicates that conservatives tend to prefer blonde women, so they're really just playing to their audiences. But a colleague of mine once brought up that it might also be indicative of the fact that a lot of conservative women have internalized white supremacist beauty standards. You know, like this whole like blonde hair, blue eyes, Germanic, Nordic vibe. And that internalization influences their aesthetic, you know, how they do their hair, how they dress, things like that. But yeah, just something really interesting to think about. Anyway, have a good day. Uh, Tommy's hair. Yeah. Lisa. Lisa, why are you so blonde? Um, I went darker last why, week. Why are you so uh, Nordic? Uh, yeah, I've never heard. Of, I've never heard of the Nordic description ever. Uh, well, that's because you're a supremacist, obviously. My yeah. whiteness shines through. Yeah, I mean, Tommy went red. Tommy went red. Dana Lash, she doesn't have blonde hair. Um, uh, Judge Janine doesn't have blonde hair. Um, Maria Bartiromo does not have blonde hair. Um, most, all of them don't have natural blonde hair. Uh, what do you, uh, Sarah Huckabee doesn't have blonde hair. Sarah Gonzalez doesn't have blonde hair. Um, I mean, we could do this all day long. I mean, Rachel Campos Duffy, my favorite on Fox and Friends, yeah. doesn't have blonde we hair. We could do this all day long. Mm -hmm. Kennedy doesn't have blonde hair. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Stacy on the right doesn't have blonde mm -hmm. hair. Uh, Sonny's Corner, Sonny Johnson doesn't have blonde hair. Um, Allie um, Stuckey does not have blonde hair. Well, dirty blonde. Sort of pretty blonde. Oh. Um, um, the, uh, <laughs> what's the, uh, oh gosh, what's the gal that does the midday show on Fox? She's oh, black. He, um, Harris Faulkner. Harris Faulkner does not have blonde no. hair. Um, but, you know, whatever. Carry on with your narrative. These, this is the dumbasses on TikTok. Condoleezza Rice yeah. doesn't have blonde hair. I mean, we're, 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 how far we want to go with this thing? How far we want to go with it. Uh, but again, kudos Purdue for churning out that stupid piece of shit. Yeah, good work. Yeah, good job. Hang tight. We'll be right back. All right, a couple things. Uh, one, I've got uh, some shows coming up. Going to be in Corpus for uh, campaign stuff as well as Spring, Texas this next week. Prather2022.com. But again, uh, and donate, please. Uh, but it's got events. I don't know what I'm saying. But anyway, but again, shows coming up. Vider, Texas, December 10th. Going to be in Arlington, Texas, December 17th, December 19th in Houston. Watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is. All the fun stuff. Uh, and uh, we got the new shirt farms. Dot com that's going on as Speaking well. Speaking of shirts, you wore a Christmas Let's Go Brandon shirt. Yeah. I got a lot of messages. Where can people Shop. get that? Shop.blazemedia.com. Yeah, is it there? Is it up there? It's there. Shop.blazemedia. Now, if it goes to chat on blaze.com, you've got to go to the collections. Okay. Click the menu, go to the collections. Uh, pick Blaze TV. Uh, but um, 
shop.blazemedia.com. Shop all the collections and use Chad 20. So there you go. Uh, from Jonathan Edwards, a great review. Love how you keep it real, and I think my wife likes you more than I do. Well, John. Don't they all? Yeah. Uh, no, uh, anyway, I uh, five stars. That's what we need. Help us push it up. And listen, I just found out while we were taping that visits to my website are down 42% oh, over inexcusable. the last 30 days. Censorship is real, folks. They're closing us down. And it's going to get to a point where voices like mine and various others, the people you love, they're not going to be heard anymore because they're going to shut us down, reject everything we do. It's happening. It's real. Uh, we'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend. We love you. God bless you. Talk to you then. And uh, be nice to each other. Bye.